we have this question. What can I do to overcome fear? My fears are debilitating and keep me from living and acting as a Christian should. Many people have problems with fear, and Christians are not immune from this problem. That's one reason why the Word of God has an awful lot to say about fear. Indeed, God, whenever he comes to man, has to say to man, fear not. When the angel appears, when a supernatural manifestation of God takes place in Scripture, almost always you see some word like that, because man is afraid. Man has good reason to be afraid because he is a sinner. And so what about this matter of fear? Fear basically, of course, goes back to the fear of God. But let's think about fear in a way in which many people do not think about it. Let's contrast and compare fear with love. Love looks for opportunities to give. It asks, what can I do for another? Fear keeps a wary eye on the possible consequences of an action or a situation and asks, what will he do to me? Love, the Bible says, thinks no evil. Fear thinks of little, little else. Love labors doing today's tasks and, and is so busy that it has no time to worry about tomorrow. Because it focuses just upon tomorrow, fear fails to undertake responsibilities today. Love leads to greater love. Fulfilling one's obligations brings joy and peace and satisfaction and greater love and devotion to the work. Fear, in turn, occasions greater fear. The fear cycle is notorious, very difficult to break. Since fear, failure to assume responsibilities brings additional fear of the consequences of acting irresponsibly. Well, you may say, what a strange way to begin a discussion of fear. You might, you might think, why contrast love and fear? Why not fear and peace or uh, fear and security or fear and serenity? Well, the answer to that question is found in 1 John 4, 17 and 18, where John himself sets fear and love over against each other as mutually exclusive. While John specifically is concerned about the fear of the judgment to come in that passage and shows how assured love from God and for God erases all such fear of the judgment, his words also demand a broader application. John seems to be applying a general principle when he says, perfect love casts out fear to a specific case, namely the fear of judgment. This is apparent since, as he analyzes the nature of fear and its effects, he does so by analyzing them in general. He says, uh, fear, not the fear of judgment in particular, but fear involves punishment and so on. So we have then a, a very vital principle that, that love is stronger than fear casts out fear. Love is the answer to fear then. There's a wall plaque that correctly reads, the fear of God is the one fear that removes all others. The enemy of fear is love. The way to put off fear, then, is to put on love. 
counselors who recognize this fact and Christian people who recognize this dynamic of the Word of God are well on their way toward reaching the biblical solution to the many problems connected with fear. Well, you say, okay, how are love and fear mutually opposed, and and how does this work out in an actual experience situation? Well, notice this. Love is self-giving. Fear is self-protecting. Love moves toward others. Fear shrinks away from them. Love, however, is the stronger, since love is able to cast out fear. In dealing with your fear, then, God says that you must use the stronger power of love, the expulsive force of love, which can drive out that fear. Now, under other circumstances, a woman might be frightened by a mouse, but that very same woman will not be immobilized by the fear of a wild tiger if that tiger is running after the child that she loves. Foolishly or otherwise, her love overcomes her fear, casts it out, and she throws herself between that tiger and her child. Love is greater than fear. A woman, paralyzed by a mouse, stands in front of a tiger because of love. A man with a phobia for crossing bridges upon hearing of an automobile accident involving his own children, drove heedlessly over two bridges that he would not have gotten anywhere near otherwise in order to reach those children, experiencing absolutely no fear whatever in the process. Just a few days before, he had refused to cross those very same two bridges. What made the difference? Well, love for those children cast out fear. So, fear and love vary inversely. The more fear, the less love. The more love, the less fear. They tend to seesaw, you see. But the encouraging fact for all of us to remember is that love is the heavier of the two. For love can cast out fear. And so your task, according to 1 John, is to see that your love for God and your love for your neighbor is perfected, as he says. For perfect or perfected love casts out all fear. The more you love God and seek to do what he wishes you to do in the situation, the less you will fear the situation. The more you love the person for whom you are doing it, in that situation, to the honor of God, whether it be your husband, your child, or another believer, or even your enemy, the less you will fear. I don't know what your situation is, but I know this, that if you begin to give of yourself in love, instead of sitting around thinking about all the fearful consequences of what might happen And spend your time thinking about how can I give more of myself? What can I do? What does God want me to do for him or for the other person involved? The fear will soon evaporate. Oh, Lord, take fear out of hearts of your children as they turn with hearts of love 
to the tasks that you have laid before them. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.